Here's the number one secret wrestling journalists don't want you to know. What up, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to a brand new episode of the Square Circle Podcast. I am your host, Marie Shadows, and on this very special episode of the Square Circle Podcast, I'm going to be talking about some news, rumors, and updates. I have three topics I'm going to go over. I'm going to go over them in depth with a lot of perspective, because that's where my podcast is all about, about giving you guys a different perspective in the world of professional wrestling. That does not mean that you have to agree with me. You don't have to agree with me. I'm not asking you to worship me. I'm just asking you to respect my opinions, my perspectives, and see the bigger picture. And if you happen to disagree, that's okay. It's okay to have a difference of opinion if you don't agree with something. But at least understand the bigger picture, the perspective, that's cool. And if you do ever want to voice your difference of opinion, that's also fine. You could also find me at Marie underscore Shadows over on Twitter. You can also email the show if you want to, squaredcirclepodcast at outlook.com. You can also leave a comment over at marieshadows.substack.com. You'll have to sign up. It's for free. You could also leave a comment on YouTube. You could come into Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Marie underscore shadows, youtube.com forward slash square circle podcast, and so forth. Are you guys still with me? Are you guys still wondering what is the number one secret wrestling journalists don't want you to know? Well, it's quite simple, really. Because it goes into my first topic. And I'm just going to jump right into it. And if you guys enjoy all this free information, all you have to do is just leave a tip or whatever amount you can afford. And that tip will allow me to make all my content free. And you guys get free access to it. And it's just a simple tip or whatever amount you can give. And if you want to know how to tip, you could definitely go to paypal.me slash Marie Shadows SCP and tip as much as you want. If you found the whole entire information and discussion of this special podcast episode valuable. Because I think that's what a lot of the IWC, the internet wrestling community, is missing. It's valuable information and less drama that seems like it should be on the episode of Jerry Springer. There's no value to have wrestling fans think on a more bigger scale. Everything is chalked into a bubble into this bubble that constantly regurgitates the same thought patterns, constantly regurgitates the same thinking pattern, and everyone is starting to sound like a robot. Everyone is jumping on the train of, let me tell you about wrestling, but you learn about wrestling from people who sit in a chair and talk to other people and then put it up online and be like, hey, we're charging you X amount of money. You have to be a member. Go for this paywall. And I get it. We all have bills to pay. I really do. 
I have bills to pay. I have a life to maintain. And I love to do podcast episodes. I love to talk about wrestling, but I love to put wrestling in a spotlight where we can talk about it in a constructive, creative way where it's like, all right, these are the faults. This is the stuff I don't like. Now, we're not just leaving it at that. We're going to talk about the faults and we're going to let you know how to fix it. Every single one of my podcast episodes has always been about here are the stuff that I don't like and here is how we could fix it. Here's a simple solution of how we could fix it. But those don't get treated as huge, as something that is just filled with straight negative, straight hate, or straight positive. Now, we learned in the internet wrestling community that when you are 100% positive, it is called toxic positivity. And we already seen how that happened with WrestleJoy and them falling apart. You cannot have 100% positives all the time. You have to have a balance of negativity and positivity And so that way you can take from both of them, learn from both of them, and improve upon it to create a better product. I am not here saying that wrestling needs to be perfect. In no way wrestling is going to be perfect. The same way that a movie is never going to be perfect. The same way that your favorite TV show on Netflix, HBO, Hulu, Peacock, any of those services, even on cable, it's never going to be perfect. Life is not meant to be perfect, But life is meant to be comfortable. Wrestling is meant to be comfortable where you can understand where the story is going, where you can understand what the wrestler's motivations are. And maybe those motivations can help you in your life in some way, shape or form. Maybe the obstacles that you're going through, a wrestler may be going through the same thing. And through their character, you are connecting with them. And that is why you cheer for them. That is why you love them. And that is why you want the best for them. Now, sometimes it doesn't translate well to everybody. Not everyone is going to like the same wrestler that you like, and they have their reasons. But to just stop at, this wrestler sucks, and then you move on to a different topic or a different segment, it doesn't help the wrestler improve. It doesn't help the business improve. Now, some takes are wild, okay? Some takes are just wild to where it's just, you can tell it's pure hate, But there's other people that want to lift up wrestlers. There's other people that want to give them a spotlight. And there's other people that want to be like, hey, I understand you work so hard at this character, but it's not connecting because of X, Y, and Z. If you change maybe the Z part, maybe it could work. And sometimes if they change the Z part, then, you know, they start connecting better. They start making more sales. They start, you know, getting more bookings. Sometimes you have to think a little bit outside of the box and a little bit above ground, like an overhead view of what you could do better. Because wrestling is not always just in a bubble, because if it was, it wouldn't have survived this long. Every single person that has pushed wrestling to become modern wrestling from the way that like it used to be like back in the day where they didn't have like an idea for it. Um, and now we're in the era of like, it's all sports entertainment, no matter how you look at it. And so the point is, is that one genius decided to look overhead, like from the big picture and make the wrestling business into this money-making industry because something changed. 
And that's all I'm saying about this podcast and how I podcast and the things that I say. So I want to make sure that everyone understands that the Square Circle podcast is all about shining a spotlight on issues, wrestlers and stuff. And sometimes I don't really talk about it is because if there is no value in it, because we're just going to have the same arguments and nobody is really going to pay attention or try to grow up a little bit or try to understand someone's perspective. And then people just go right into name calling and whatever to try to win the argument. It's not going to make a difference. So I tend to really focus on kayfabe character development story. This is why I stick to New Japan Pro Wrestling because there's barely any drama over there. And if there is drama, it's like internal and behind closed doors. And, you know, the wrestling journalists don't really talk about it. And then when they do, they're wrong. It really shouldn't be our business to know the behind the scenes drama politics that happen. If you ever want wrestling to get better, to have more fans, to have more viewership, you don't really put the drama on for like a spectacle. Like, yeah, it works here and there. But if it's in kayfabe and it's a work and not a shoot, it goes way better if it's a work. If it's a shoot, you're kind of on the borderline of can someone take this to court? Can someone not take this to court? Is this appropriate teaching for people to watch? Is this appropriate for kids? Like you have a lot more questions if it's a shoot. If it's a work, it's fine. And you can definitely tell other people that, oh, think of it like a play. Think of it like a movie. This is all a work. They really don't mean it. Maybe they do, but that's not anyone's business. That's between the two people that are in this story. However, if it's a work, it'll be fine. But once it becomes a shoot, it's a whole nother ball game where you have to think about everyone else around you and how is it going to affect everyone else around you? How's it going to affect businesses and sponsors? Like you really do have to understand how business works. Business is super messy and super corrupt. It's not perfect. It's below decent. And there's a lot of shady things that go on. So just keep that in mind. So we're going to go through these topics, which is the Internet Wrestling Community Warzone on Twitter, because now we have new information on CM Punk and Chris Jericho has entered the chat room. The second topic is Swerve Strickland and his podcast. The third topic is my stalker that I have. Are you guys still with me? Are you guys still with me to know what is the number one secret wrestling journalists don't want you to know? I think I gave you guys enough time to listen to all of that, understand where this podcast is coming from, understand where I'm coming from. So the number one secret that wrestling journalists don't want you to know is that wrestling journalists, along with everybody that has a Twitter account and a burner account, we read everything, we see everything, myself included, and that's why we reply to certain things and we talk about stuff and we have a communication on Twitter and we just reply to each other, quote, tweet, everything, right? So we're all in this together, right? So the secret is, is that 
for the past months, I have seen a very repetitive tweet reply when it comes to generalizing the internet wrestling community because it is not one person that does it. It's everybody that writes a tweet in this way. So it will be words, words. And the main phrase that I want to focus on is CM Punk is a cancer. Words, 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 words. CM Punk is a cancer. Words, words. You don't know how many times I've seen a lot of tweets with that phrase of CM Punk is a cancer. And everyone just starts saying the same thing, including that phrase in every single one of their arguments and in every single one of their replies. So this is a generalization. This is something that I kept seeing happening over the months. Now we get a report on CM Punk where Chris Jericho has entered the chat room. And according to the report, if it is to be believed, which don't believe everything you read on the internet, he went up to Punk after Punk said his piece at the All Out press conference and said a bunch of things and said that, Punk, you are a cancer. Now, if Chris Jericho really had a problem with CM Punk, we would have heard about it on Chris Jericho's podcast because Chris Jericho does not give any fucks anymore. This man has done it all. He can do whatever he wants. He can say whatever he wants. He could get away with whatever he wants, okay? He is Chris Jericho of the wrestling world. And we all know and follow his podcast. If he had anything to say about this, it probably would have been on the podcast. But according to how this whole initially thing happened afterwards, everybody was under investigation. Was Chris Jericho under investigation? Because he resumed his job as normal until today where the reports came out and he entered the chat room to tell punk that he's a cancer and everyone in the IWC is like, yeah, Jericho's the best. Jericho stood up to CM Punk. It's not a matter of standing up to CM Punk. Everybody in a workplace would talk shit about something going on because they're not liking the environment anymore. It's not motivating. Nothing is stimulating them. And they feel like they're not being heard. So what do you do? You voice your concerns. Everyone does it, but it just seems like if CM Punk does it, it's wrong. Sure, like I said before in my other podcast episodes, the way CM Punk delivered it, 100% wrong. But the message is not wrong. The message that CM Punk delivered is for people to wake up and realize that there is something more going on behind the scenes in AEW, even though they're trying to be like, well, nothing's really happening, guys. Like, this is all the faults of the wrestling media and getting things up in arms and saying this and saying that. But who's leaking out the information, first of all? If no one is leaking out the information, then you know that wrestling media is making it up, right? You got to put two and two together. You got to use that brain of yours. And so... All these questions just pop up of like, why now? Why are you telling me that Jericho went into CM Punk's room after CM Punk said what he said in September? We're already at the end of October going into November. This is a two month backstage drama that they're holding on to. So that way you could tune in every single Wednesday and every single Friday to watch Dynamite and Rampage. It's a tactic rather than moving on and actually telling stories and not worrying about 
backstage conflicts. This is why WWE is doing better than AEW. Also, for CM Punk to tell Jericho that it's none of his business, it really isn't none of his business because he was addressing the elite. He never said anything about Jericho. So Jericho should not take it upon himself to get into that because then it just got messy. If anything, cooler heads should have prevailed. And the next day, everyone should have had a meeting about this rather than trying to do this brawl and this drama and this whole mess. So, yeah, I think that Jericho had no business going into Punk's locker room to try and diffuse the situation, even though he called him a cancer. You don't go into someone's room feeling angered already to say to a person, you are a cancer, knowing that that person is already angry and tired and hurt and old. Like you don't go in there to continue the aggravation. You go in there to be like, hey, do you want to talk about it? I heard you. What are your feelings? What are you actually thinking? And then also in the same breath, be like, I understand that you are probably in a corner, CM Punk, and you had to get out your frustrations that way, but you could have done it behind closed doors. You could have came to me. You could have went to Tony Khan and really had someone sit there and listen to you and have their ears open. Like, why was there no empathy towards CM Punk? He just said everything that he's been feeling and kept inside. Now, for those of you listening, you guys are probably like, I have a heel turn right now or a babyface heel turn because before I would curse out CM Punk. But over the months, we have been seeing a burial of CM Punk that he does not really deserve as a person, even though he's an asshole, if that makes sense. Like, these stories are so outlandish and ridiculous that it makes no sense and it has me questioning every single one of its credibility. It really doesn't make any sense. You have the three biggest reports out there in the IWC and they're all conflicting and they're all making CM Punk look bad. And it's like, well, you guys haven't interviewed the Young Bucks you guys haven't interviewed Kenny Omega. You haven't interviewed Ace Steel. I don't know why no podcaster has been like, hey, guys, do you want to come on the podcast and tell your side of the story? Now, if you guys do that, please make sure to let them know that please do not slander anybody because nobody wants to have a WWE and CM Punk court situation like we did years ago. Nobody wants that because if you're poor, you're going to stay poor and all that. Nobody wants that. It's a big mess. However, the point still stands as I don't think Jericho will go into CM Punk's room to basically yell at him and be like, you're a cancer because Chris Jericho and CM Punk worked in WWE. In WWE, you have to have a level of professionalism. And because CM Punk and Chris Jericho worked together, if there was any type of tension, anger, or anything like that, we probably would have heard it from wrestling media. Maybe. I don't know. But there was nothing at the time. And so this coming up now, where, again, Chris Jericho came into the chat room, went over and told CM Punk that he's a cancer in the AEW locker room, makes no sense. It really doesn't. 
And then the IWC wants to be like, Chris Jericho was always locker room leader material, and he was always a locker room leader. We don't know that. Anybody could have wanted to see him Punk's dressing room and point at him and be like, hey, you're this and this. Hey, you shouldn't said that. And then it would have got reported. And then that person that walked in there, everyone would have said, oh, they were always a good locker room leader. Like, I don't know where people get their thoughts from about what is considered a good locker room leader, because if someone wants to go in there and continue to add to the frustrations and aggravations of someone else that's going through something and doesn't understand how to properly release their emotions, and you're going to go there and continue to anger the person, that's not a good locker room leader. There's no empathy there. There's no sympathy there to be like, hey, let me listen to you for five more minutes so I can understand where this anger is coming from, what the cause is, and how we can find a solution. That is how you become a good locker room leader, by having empathy, by having sympathy and compassion. Because we're all humans. We all bottle up our emotions inside. And sometimes growing up, you may not have the same loving affection as like someone else. So sometimes, you know, someone has to take care of the emotions a different way. What I'm trying to say is that sometimes we as human beings, we're so mean to each other that we don't take a moment to stop and be like, hey, I'm sorry. Let me listen to you. Let me hear you out. Why are you acting this way? Why do you have these bottled up emotions? Sometimes people don't think that they could talk to somebody. Sometimes people think that the only way to express that they are trapped with these emotions is to lash out at people. And sometimes that's the case with CM Punk. I have really been a diehard CM Punk fan in a past lifetime. The only time that I was no longer his fan and that I completely was like, I want nothing to do with this guy. I don't want to cheer him, whatever. It's after the tell-all podcast that he did with Call Cabana. But now I'm starting to realize as I get older and grow up that all of our childhood trauma escapes us in different ways. And CM Punk's way is basically telling the truth as bluntly as it is even if you don't want to hear it and think he is completely 100% wrong without taking a moment to digest the situation and basically hear it again the next day and you may have a different opinion and a different thought pattern and you're like, this guy is hurting. He's really hurting. Now, if anyone is going to comment and tell me that I might be sympathizing a little too much with CM Punk or I might be giving him a free pass... No, I'm only bringing this to light so you can understand that we're all human. First of all, we all have emotions. And if you ever wonder why your friend will lash out at weird times, will not tell you anything, will bottle up all of their emotions. And then when they do lash out, you're like, where is this coming from? That's because you haven't sat down and listened to them. You haven't sat down and asked them Hey, what is really going on? Let me be that friend. Let me be that ear that you always wanted because they're not going to go to a therapist. Nobody really wants to go to a therapist, even though it's probably good for us. So they keep it bottled up inside and sometimes they're not able to 
express themselves correctly. And that's where you have to come in and be a good friend or a good locker room leader and be like, hey, let me actually listen. Let me take some notes. Let me not judge you. Let me make sure that you tell me everything. Now, this does not mean that the person is weak. This does not mean that you're not able to show tough love. You have to know when you have to show tough love and you have to know when you have to show empathy and compassion and sympathy. I feel like I'm turning this into a counseling session, but this is really important in the world of professional wrestling because the internet wrestling community is such a war zone that whatever information gets leaked, it is taken as gospel. And then people on the internet fight about it. People on the internet call each other names and people on the internet are so divided of like, it's either this or that there is no in between. And if you are in between, you are 100% wrong. They have that mentality of it's us versus them. If they don't think like you, if they don't like what you like, they are the enemy. They are on the opposite side of you and they cannot be friends with you. And it's like, no, you guys have to sit down Stop arguing and stop feeding the trolls. Stop feeding wrestling media because the whole entire CM Punk thing doesn't make sense. Now, let me move on to the next part of this, which is the other story of that. It broke last night about how CM Punk's camp had said that this whole thing started because somebody forcefully opened the door and the door hit CM Punk's dog, Larry, in the face and loosen his teeth and that's when the whole thing started and stuff and then the other report was that the dog story is a lie and that CM Punk became mental and unhinged and chairs are being thrown there was a big ass fight Ace Steel's wife was like in the corner not doing anything she was nursing a foot injury and again another brawl that happened a lot of violence that happened with that one and then of course the last one is that Chris Jericho entered the chat to tell CM Punk you're a cancer why does none of these stories connect ever since the first ever story coming out saying that there was a brawl the elite of Kenny Omega Matt Jackson Nick Jackson broke the door down and were the aggravators while CM Punk's crew were in self-defense. And then somehow Kenny Omega had a bite on his arm because Ace Steel decided to bite him. And chairs are thrown and Nick has a black eye and a whole big mess since the beginning of this. And again... There is no photo and there is no video evidence of this. And all of the wrestling media journalists were in that room that had the all out media press conference and nobody could take a picture video, not even the wrestlers in the back, because, you know, that's content for your vlog. You would think that if the wrestlers were really about getting the views and making sure people tune in for the drama that somebody would have had their camera out and take a picture and or videotape. Now, before you tell me that they can't do that because of a legal investigation, well, if there was a legal investigation, how did they get the information out when you can't give that information? You know, in a court of law, anything you say or do can be used against you. 
that's like the Miranda rights. So it's the same thing with investigations that are currently going on. Like we shouldn't be knowing anything about this because it could disrupt the whole entire legal investigation and can probably be thrown out because it's been tampered with. The internet gets the reports, the reports go out, people read it, people play the game of telephone and it changes by next month. And then if they do go to trial, if it does, and that's a really, really big, big if, if it does go to trial and they mention to the judge, well, this was found on the internet and then they have to backtrack and everything and try to find the internet virtual trail because it's not a paper trail. If they have to find the internet virtual trail, it may get thrown out in court because it was released. Story completely changed more than once. Like I'm really asking the internet wrestling community to really think about Every single report that came out, nothing really makes sense. Everything is like a Jerry Springer episode that does not have a resolution to it. And everyone keeps buying in. And it's like, when are you going to learn that you are being manipulated by everything? And you shouldn't read everything with the eyes of this has to be true because it's on the Internet. If no one is talking about this and all we get is a CM Punk burial, then why are you not questioning about the elite? Why hasn't they said anything? Why haven't they put out any statements to be like, hey, we as all elite wrestling apologize for what happened. The words that CM Punk spoke is of his opinion. It does not reflect that of AEW. AEW wasn't meant for this. AEW is meant for the fans. And we seem to have lost our way. We are completely sorry. And I hope you guys could forgive us and we can get over this and continue on to have more healthier years of AEW. Thank you for all the support and all you guys coming along for the ride. That is what a PR management would do. That is what you would tell somebody to do. But if there is this quote unquote legal investigation, none of that could happen. And it shouldn't be taking this long to wrap up. But again, it's the Internet. They want you to believe what they put out. And it's like you got to start reading between the lines. You got to start trusting your own gut instinct and not just be a fan and be like, oh, my God, it must be true. How dare CM Punk? CM Punk is the worst, but the elite is also, you know, the greatest thing in the world. It's like you got to look at it objectively because somebody is starting to push the narrative of this person bad, this person good. While the other people just stay silent. I honestly hope that I made sense with every single point that I made and every single analogy and picture that I gave you guys. It just gets overwhelming when you open up Twitter and you don't see any wholesome content and all you see is fighting. All you see is someone getting buried and all you see is constant nonsense. And then as a whole, Wrestling fans are like, oh, why is wrestling not growing? Why are we not getting new eyes? Why are we not getting the ratings that we want? It's because you guys constantly shit on the product and you do it wrong. Nobody will want to come into a community that's already hostile. And you think you want to grow ratings because you're like, CM Punk is bad. The elite is good. This person sucks. That person sucks. How come wrestling can't go back to the same way that it was? How come this can happen? That can happen. There's a lot of 
people who talk, but then there's a lot of people who don't listen. You can't listen at the same time that you talk. You can't listen at the same time that you talk. Hey guys, it's Marie Shadows of the Square Circle Podcast. Thank you for listening to part one of the number one secret wrestling journalists don't want you to know. This one here included the wrestling media and all of the reports on CM Punk. And so I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, please make sure to tell a friend, like, share, comment, all of that. And also tune in to part two to know what that secret is.